I'd say the first person to ever smoke weed was probably a caveman. And, you know, before the times of pipes and stuff, they used to just take their weed, harvest it, dry it, throw it on the fire, and then they would all sit around it and have a great time and get lit. But what happened was one caveman got a little smart. It might have been the guy that made the wheel. I'm not sure. But what he did is he took a stick, hollowed it out, put weed in one end, held it up to the fire, and sucked on the other end. And that was the very first smoke pipe. S-M-O-A-K pipe. Now, this, uh, this design has been handed down from generations to generations throughout all of human history and has now made it to the owner of smokepipe.com. His name is Kevin, I think, and he is now designing this pipe that was used by cavemen to get high in the very early days of marijuana. So you can get yourself your very own smoke pipe at smokepipe.com, S-M-O-A-K pipe.com. You can get their all white oak design that is sealed in beeswax, and for every purchase that you make, they plant a tree. So that's pretty fresh. They're a sponsor for us on our 420 episode, so go support them. Let them know that we sent you. Today is 420. This is a special two-part episode. The first half was recorded on April 20th, and we held on to it, saved it for for this, for the 420th episode. And then the 420th episode started creeping along, and we were like, man, we should really record another episode. So we did. So there is the episode that we recorded on April 20th, which technically would have been episode like 401. And then there's episode 420, which we recorded yesterday. So happy 420 to everybody out there. It's been a crazy ride so far. 420 episodes. Holy shit. So today's a celebration. We're going to get lit. Uh, I had a smoking game that I was going to play and I forgot to announce it in the episode and then it didn't really work out. So don't worry about it. Smoke whenever you want. Smoke whenever we smoke. It's a celebration. Let's do it. I don't drink soda. Dropping fire all over the place. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast 420 special. I am your co host, William Waffles. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Warren G. Tharding. And we Tharding. are... Oh, Harding Tharding. <laughs> we're, we're... Yeah. Yep. And we are the uh, the Church of Cranibus. I guess this is also a Church of Cranibus episode now that I think about it. Amenibus. Amenibus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just a couple, uh, couple of brothers of the faith in here praying. Today is 420. Today is April 20th as we're recording yep. this. And we're banking it, and this is also going to be episode 420. So 420 was a couple months ago in real life. Some some time and space continuum bending there for you. Mm -hmm. A little double up. I call it the double up. 
I call it the two piece and a biscuit. The two piece and I like the three piece. Well, well, well there is no third four twenty. There's now really you know only. what the biggest bullshit is is the two piece when you get a breast and a wing. Like how does the wing count as a piece? That's not a piece of chicken. Yeah, that's not. I want at least a drumstick. Yeah. Nah, uh, see when I, when I get chicken, I don't get bony, and I, I I always get like tenders or boneless. Yeah. Bang for the buck, man. Yeah, that's all that bone is filling I, I'm up. I'm just saying. That's filling up precious meat space that you could have in your chicken. So, yeah, man. I mean, what do you what do you pick when you get a two piece? I mean, if you had to, a breast and a wing or a thigh and a leg? Shit. What, where are you leg? getting more meat? Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Cuz mm-hmm. the bre- you know, the breast is the premier piece on that chicken. Yeah. Well, I but mean, that's when the accompanied by the wing, it's <laughs> it pales in comparison to a thigh and a, uh, mm-hmm. unless you use the wing as sort of like an appetizer, you know, to work your way up into the breast. Just kind of like foreplay, you know, hand on the thigh before hand on the breast. At least give me like a drumette for a wing. You know what I mean? They actually give you the actual chicken wing, not the not the drumette that you would get should you purchase some hot wings or something. Mm-mm. Nope, that's that's reserved for hot wing customers. So these are all our gripes. Where, what even is a drumette? A drumette? Yeah. A drumette is half of the wing you get. The the the, the wing you're talking about cut, <coughs> breaks down in two sections at the joint, and that becomes the the wing and the drumette that you see normally in hot wings. Okay. Okay. So are chicken these, history? <laughs> chicken history. Are these tiny chickens? Or are they regular sized chickens? Normal sized chickens, man. They're just. It's this part. That's what I always assumed the drumette was. It was just a tiny it's, chick. It was the, it, the drumstick it, of a tiny chicken. Yeah, a little, nah, like dude, a veal, like a little youth chicken. Yeah, just uh, a little mini chicken. Because I've seen on Foster Farms chickens a young chicken. Yeah, young yeah, fresh. Yeah, but you don't want to eat fresh. a young chicken because they taste gross. They're not developed. Mm-hmm. But what the, if you, the same isn't true with, say, like your veal? What about, like, isn't... Shouldn't the same principles veal, be applied? Veal is a much larger animal, so in the first place, there's much more meat and mass for you to consume. Okay. A baby chicken doesn't have enough of it to enjoy or to get any kind of nutrients. I wonder if you deep fried like a baby chick just whole. Like, uh-huh. you, you know, first you, you soaked it in the, the egg batter uh-huh. and then the flour, or no, the flour first and then the egg batter. And almost ate it like then, a little chubby then, corn dog? Yeah. You just deep fry it on up for maybe three, four minutes. It could be. I mean, would you would you deep fry it alive or dead? Like, would it be like a like a seafood style thing? I mean, it's dead by the time it comes out for sure. Don't they don't they cook a lot of a lot of uh, shellfish live, or is that a myth? Um, you could throw like the lobsters in the pot boiling live. I, yeah, that's a thing, and they scream. Well, I remember the screaming yeah. is is like the heat escaping from under their shell. That seems particularly cruel to me, though. I don't know if I could do that. I, I like lobster. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they're screaming or if that's yeah. just air escaping or if that's it's air escaping. Oh, no, they're telling screaming. you that is just trying to comfort you, going, "Oh no, lobsters that's just air escaping the body. lobsters." One hundred percent do not have vocal cords. All right, I don't need to look that up. Wait, do lobsters have vocal cords? <laughs> <laughs> I, there's only one way to find out. I assume that you would need. I, dude, I don't want to Google that. I feel so dumb. Oh, I was, th- I was thinking, <laughs> cut open a live lobster. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I guess Google would work too. Yeah, same thing, right? Tit for tat, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, where to go get a lobster? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's the only way. I'm, we could call like uh, like Postmates, right, or something like that, and have, have someone. Bring I, us I don't know if they deliver fresh lobster. 
fresh lobster. Why wouldn't they? They sell lobsters at stores. Go buy a lobster. That's what I, I what I always wondered is when you go to the grocery store and you see the tank of lobsters that are chilling, and if you buy a lobster, do you uh, do you now leave with a live lobster? Or, yes. Or do yep. they or do they kill it? No, live lobster. Is it in some sort of tank or is it in a bag, just kind of wiggling around? They can give it to you like a bag. Yeah, with thing. water in it, like like you would get a goldfish, basically. Oh, really? Yes. So it's just a little little tiny bag, a little of satchel with some water in it, and a live lobster. The pinchers are are obviously rubber banded. Yep. So he can't break his way out of the bag. In Vegas, I went to a bar and they had um one of those claw machines, like with stuffed animals that you would normally see in like a children's arcade, but they had live lobsters in them. Are you serious? And if you got the lobster, they would cook it for you. Should you, you know, retrieve the lobster with the claw? <laughs> that doesn't seem like, well, I guess lobsters aren't really, I don't really consider them like yeah, above it, the line. Still though, it seemed like particularly shady because the claw, you know, it's, it's like any <coughs> claw machine. It's not really strong enough to actually pull these lobsters out of the water by any stretch. So it's just going down there, poking them around, just, you know, fucking with these things. They're, cl- they're rubber banded where they can't, you know, do uh-huh. anything about it. They're it just getting a little, poked me- a little mean, yeah. A little claw poked them, poked underneath, underneath the shell. You hook them. <coughs> you hook them under the shell and you can get them. But like I said, I, I'm thinking about it and I think lobsters are below the line. I think that I could, I, you know, if I step on a, on a cockroach, it's not going to be a problem. If I step on a kitten, it's going to hurt me in my soul. <laughs> back in, back in the day, lobsters <laughs> were basically considered the cockroaches of the sea. And it's not until later on in the 20th century that they were considered a delicacy. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Well, that, uh. So, I mean, if you want to think of them as like cockroaches, you can technically do that, really. Well, I will. So. I guess you could play... That school uh, of thought's not unheard of. Oh, I just realized that I haven't had Bill up this whole time. I've had just his tiny square and not his big square. I saw him peeking around and I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Hi, everybody. <coughs> so, um... It's 420. It is 420. Today is oh, 420. <coughs> I have a... Uh, We're smoking cuss. Calm down, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little treat, and this is for our smoke sesh right now. Everybody out there, feel free to smoke along with us to one of the first, if not the first ever, created weed songs. silent movie. Uh-huh. <coughs> this, uh... And there would just be text <coughs> frames that would appear that would pop up like a white bubble. <coughs> With the old film grain mm-hmm. kind of thing going over it. 
I'm going to be like, how dare you, woman? <coughs> These rapscallions are indulging in their... Devil's oh, lettuce. Old, yeah, Let, uh-huh. devil's lettuce would work. Mm-hmm. Just thinking like an old-timey term for cannabis. Devil's lettuce is probably one of my favorites. That's up there for That's sure. <coughs> Holy shit. <coughs> I hit the pipe <coughs> and then hit the pen right after. So how do you think that song relates to weed? Because obviously it didn't have any lyrics. It didn't have any lyrics. <coughs> so do you think that it's just a proven fact that whoever made it was very stoned on weed? Um, at the time of conception? <coughs> well, it was it was uh, Louis Armstrong, uh, the creator so yeah, he of... Was high. Known troublemaker Louis Armstrong. Uh, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Is it the same one? Yeah. Is it more of like a trumpet player than a singer? He hit the trumpet on there, too. So, that I mean, that song was mostly trumpet. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> we're discussing how it had no words. <laughs> yeah, there's no words. But... And it was like purely like a horn song. <clears throat> but this, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if he said it like in an interview or something, but uh, <clears throat> this was uh, 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 apparently famously one of the first songs about marijuana. And it kind of does have kind of a stoner feel to it. If you think about, you know, back in the day, music was, uh, there wasn't all the music that we have now. There wasn't the Cottonmouth Kings making weed songs. So this is what you get. You get kind of a, kind of a funky feel good. <coughs> that made, <coughs> if I were to take it just at like music value, like, <coughs> let's see. <coughs> It's pretty feel-good. It's pretty, like, pretty nice, upbeat. has a nice little thing to it. It's Ooh. not, like, dark in is any that, way. Is that, is that a banjo I hear? Yeah, a little banjo plucking in the background. Yeah. So, I just heard somewhere from a, from a mildly reputable source that that was the first weed song. And then I passed it on here and didn't really look it yeah, up. I have. To, I feel like that's how it has to be related to weed. Is he was just really stoned when he made it. Uh huh. Which uh, you know aren't a lot of people when they do a lot of things. Absolutely. <coughs> I'm high when I do a lot of stuff. Most things, really. Yeah. We were talking about uh <coughs> before we started <coughs> recording about how you hadn't smoked um like all night. Yeah. And all morning in preparation for the 420 episode and how you came in here completely sober. And how did that feel? Let's go over that real quick. How long has it been? Uh, what do you mean? Since you've been completely sober. Oh, I don't know. Four days? 18 years? Gosh, who could tell? Right? Um, did you, uh, did you feel particularly energized? I was feeling a little bit on edge. Yeah. Before before having smoked, uh-huh. um, I probably formulated sentences a little better before I had smoked. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. <laughs> Brain might have worked a little bit smoother. A little little smoother speech speech smoother. Uh-huh. Because I I realized that there's like, <coughs> but there's... I mean we just sat here and smoked what three joints? Yeah. But uh, you know, like people. There's people that smoke weed all the time. 
I smoke weed all the time. It's legal, by the way. I, I feel like legal. I need to preface that whenever I'm on a podcast. <laughs> it's like, it's perfectly legal. You sons of bitches. Don't judge sons me. Bitches. You think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. You're not. It's mm-hmm. legal. No, it is legal. It's, it's much like drinking a beer. And I never smoked weed before it was legal. No. I remember Ty would always just, he would pass. He would yeah. say, pass, I'd like, pass that. I'd be like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until, until it's legal for everybody, Mikey. It's just not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the only fair way to do it. But, um, we, uh, now, now you smoke weed more all the time. Bill, Hell yeah. Bill constantly smoking weed. He, he was up at five o'clock this morning smoking a joint, listening to Electric Avenue, driving down the fucking highway in Portland. No, 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 no. I was, I finally got to watch the movie at five. I was doing that at about 3.45. Okay. Very true. Sorry, Bill. So... This guy, early riser, getting lit right away. Um, and it seems like there's, there's two kinds of people when you, when you have like a heavy smoker like that. There's, like I was always the kind of person that if I didn't smoke weed, then my day would not go well. I would be like, today sucks. I wish that I would just get high. And I like almost wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be ready to take on the day unless I smoked a bowl. But then recently, I found that I've enjoyed waiting a little bit longer in the morning. So I'll get up and I'll wait like an hour before I get lit. Yeah. And I'll get myself up, get myself, yeah. you know, showered and rejuvenated sure. and ready to go. And that recently changed in me. So I think that there's two different types of heavy smokers. Because I know people that are like, you know, smoke all the time, but they're like, oh, I don't smoke during the day. And I'm like, what do you mean during the day? That's most of the day. Like, that's all of the day. I, crazy. Have, I have no problem holding off until something in my day goes wrong, and then I'm a miserable <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> like, I, I'm, all, I'm fine and dandy until something goes wrong, but once something mm-hmm. goes wrong. <clears throat> so, weed is finally legal, like you said. This is, uh, uh, holy shit. Did you do a slow clap? <laughs> or are you doing a slow clap in real life now? No, I was clapping for legal weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the first 420 that um, we happen to be in two different states that are both legal. Yep. This is the first 420 of of California being legal. Mm-hmm. This is our first legal 420, Ty. Wow, yeah. It sure fucking is. I didn't even really think about that. I mean, I knew it, but I didn't think about it until just now, that this is our first time that we could legally do this. If cops were to come in here... Yeah, I, and they'd be like, "What are you doing?" We'd be like, "Oh, we're celebrating 420, and we're smoking and making a podcast." They'd be like, "Okay, uh, well, there's no drugs or anything, so peace out." There's no <laughs> drugs or anything. That's crazy. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool that we can be adults. We do what we want. So, I I googled this morning for shits and giggles 420. Uh huh. Just the number, and it came up with um, this 420 talk is, about uh, Hitler. is a time, time where stoners like to smoke, and it is a holiday on which they like to smoke on april 20th Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay so i scroll down a little and then that article and then right below that article you know how like if you look for a restaurant there's other restaurants yeah there was like easter christmas other other fucking holidays lined up right below it so so the internet considers it a legitimate holiday 
You know, yeah. a lot of heavy smokers say, oh, I like to smoke every day. I don't need to celebrate on 420. Well, it's all, you know, I like to eat every day. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fucking sit and enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> That's a great Elitist point. Elitist <laughs> piece of shit. Right? People fucking love to be like, oh, I got, the, I got my own thing and I don't, I don't go with the trends, yeah. but why not? Why not enjoy? Why not enjoy the camaraderie? Yeah. I mean, make some right? fuck fanfare. There's, there's usually good deals. Pageantry. People Theatrics. have oh, sales, all kinds of great shit. Uh huh. All the 420 deals. See, mm-hmm. we're, we're still getting like, we're still getting accustomed and everything, but Oregon, when did Oregon go all the way legal? Like three years ago. Yeah. So you guys have had time to get out all your, what is it? All your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And Something we're, like that. we're still like, it's still free for Oregon ducks over here. We don't even have any sh- fucking dispensaries, like legal dispensaries. Nope. We don't even, is there anywhere to buy recreational weed in our county yet? Uh, no, there isn't. It's crazy. You still uh, have to get it gifted by someone is the only way that you could legally get weed. But things are changing right now. And I think one of the best things is a lot more people can grow it and they're opening up a lot more places because as of, I mean, as of right now, the only place that could legally grow weed for government study is the University of Mississippi. It's been like that forever too. And they have a tiny little crop (laughs) that's, you know, grown poorly, I bet, and... It, uh, if, well, if, a, know, if a scientist or someone that's like, you know, an official person that wants to study it wants to get some weed to do an official study that they can publish results on, they have to get it from the University of Mississippi and go through all this red tape and all this bureaucracy and shit. So all the studies are non-existent. So what we really have yeah. is hearsay. We have anecdotal evidence from people and then we have propaganda from our own government. Yep. So I think that that is really, really clouded right now. The information of marijuana, like, like to us in the cannabis community, it's being marketed as a wonder drug, which I don't think it really is. Now hear me out. It's, I agree. It's like, like I, I heard, uh, I heard this thing about, you know, the like popular story about the little girl that was epileptic and they gave her like CBD oil. And then her seizures went from like 30 a day to one a week or something like that, right? And it was like a really cool thing. Classic fucking case. One of the biggest things that pushed the medical side of weed. Yeah, you, you see that, that shit all the time. Well, Not necessarily, but... Yeah, that's, that's the point is that apparently it doesn't happen all the time. It happens in like a very, very small percentage of people with these seizures and it gives all these families false hope. I mean, myself watching this, I believed that if you had epilepsy and if you took CBD, your F, your seizures were gone. Honestly, I don't think it's a cure for anything. I think it's a band-aid for a lot of things. I think it's something that helps relieve the symptoms of things. I think it helps a lot of people in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it's any sort of cure. I don't think that it has the potential to cure anything personally. And I also – like it bothers me when everybody – considers themselves oh i'm a patient i'm a patient i use this as a medicine it's like no you just like to smoke mm-hmm. i mean you, you you like to smoke and you also have problems mm-hmm. i think that you know i've depending on when and when and where i'm and how i'm smoking i'm either a person that's recreationally using it or i'm a patient 
I think that I change, but I don't. I don't claim to be yeah. a patient. And be I mean, like I, like I have my share of problems. I have you know depression problems and shit like that. But, but ex- I don't really exercise will help just as much. Yeah, as and, smoking I, and I feel like I feel like quitting smoking weed and getting it completely out of my system and not relying on anything would probably help me just as much. So I don't. I don't necessarily know that weed's doing me any fucking wonders. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know it's, like I said, it's a band. <coughs> yeah, you know, it's a temp. It's a crutch. What you need to look at it as as. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful plant. It brings people together. It makes your life, it makes colors brighter. It makes your day a little bit better. It makes hikes awesome. So mm-hmm. it's not healing anything at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, Oh, this is, this is my, my wonder drug, my medicine and, you know, be being marketed. And, you know, if you lie to people about it and be like, Oh, we should do all these studies because of this. Then once you find out that that's not true, they're going to be like, I told you so. I told you that this was just some bullshit drug. So I think that people are getting too serious with it, but, but we're in that gray zone. As an alternative to, to pharmaceuticals, I think it's excellent, you know, yeah. you know, as far as, I mean, cause I've been on benzos, I've been on Xanax, I've been on, um, well, uh, man, that you, you, you had just contradicted yourself so hard. Possibly. You're saying you're you're saying that it has like no medical benefit, even no, no, though no, no. no emotional and mental shit anything. it benefits very much so. No, I'm not saying that it has no medical benefit. That's not what I'm saying. I think that there are multiple medical benefits yeah. for for different people, but I'm saying that it's being marketed as a cure all. Almost like, like a snake oil. Like if you take this, then it'll fucking It'll do your all these different are things go for away. you, and it's like no, it's gonna it's gonna help your problems. It's gonna help you know. It's like a taking taking an ibuprofen when you have an infection. You know what I mean? It might treat know, the symptoms. I don't know what kind of advertisements you guys are getting, but it is. I have never seen it advertised as a cure all. Yes, I get that it has many uses, mm-hmm. but I've never heard that it fixes shit, like the epilepsy thing. Yeah, you know, I figured that wasn't with every case. You know, I figured it was a fairly rare thing. Uh-huh. But <coughs> should it should it be studied and examined and experimented on for medical use? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It has the potential. Yeah, well, and that's where absolutely. we sit with it. Yeah. Is it we have no real true knowledge. Yeah. It could be a wonder drug. It, I mean, it has its you, you know, it, yeah, it it maybe it just masks the symptoms of your problems, but still that has its merit. Sometimes you need something to mask the symptoms well, of your well, problem. Well, what does what does any other drug do other than mask the symptoms? Yeah, but here sure. what sure. I, what I will say about that is that um I do agree with you in the fact that, you know, if you're say say if you're having a bad day and you're like depressed about something and if you smoke a joint to your dome you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel 10 times better. You're going to get into some cartoon that you're watching or playing a game or some shit and kind of forget about your worries for a while, which is, which is the Band-Aid side of it. But if you were to smoke like three joints or if you were to eat edibles, then I've had some like really introspective, life-changing moments with myself thinking while I was high on weed. That was almost like a psychedelic experience where I've looked at myself and been like, like looked at like, you know, actions that I've made or choices that I'm making or people that I'm around and being like, you know, I have the power to, to change this and then actually have changed it. So I think that in a way is more than any pill that I could be prescribed 
So there is that there is like a there's a give and take. And like I said, it's different for everybody. So I think that the misinformation is the big thing. That's where I started this. Yeah. Is that there's no studies in the University of Mississippi was how this all started. Well, there's a ton of, you know, I don't know how much of it's true, but you see like people saying that CBD has the potential to cure tumors and shit like that. And I just don't know how much of that is, is 100% accurate. Yeah. That it, uh, that it like recesses tumors and yeah, shrinks them. I mean, like I, I would really like to see like the long term actual studies, and that that goes back to the point <coughs> is we're not seeing that because our government's not taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what we're going to be getting soon, and hopefully, well, it's 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 where they leave the classification of it as at a federal level. Yeah, that's the problem. Because it still... is with the classification that it holds. I will say the the, the federal government allows one. Or, like, I think they might have two, possibly three establishments that are allowed to technically, legally do experiments on marijuana. So, that makes it almost impossible because those places are government-funded, get no funds. The shit they're working with is, you know, mech strains from fucking 96 still. Mm Mm-hmm. So and who knows? it's not like they're doing nice hydroponics <clears throat> and hitting high THC or even like 99% CBD levels. And who knows if these, so, these people studying it, these government scientists that are studying it, if they're, you know, like unbiased, how they feel about it. Now, what do you guys think about just this recent within the past week or so? It's come out that Trump possibly a lot of people are saying in spite of Jeff Sessions, basically because he, he's mad at Jeff Sessions, has come out now and basically saying that he's supporting the state's right and basically pulling off the feds from from enforcing any sort of weed shit. Dang. Now, now I haven't heard anything about that, but if I did, I would uh, – I'd have to look real deep into it because he – he is very anti-drug. He's always been very anti-drug. So um, it's it's within the past week. Um. Yeah, Jeff Sessions is fucking crazy, and I can't believe that. I can't believe these people are fucking running our country. I can't believe that. I think I already talked about this on the show, but Mike Pence is fucking holding Bible study in the White House for the first time in like a hundred years, and <laughs> women aren't allowed to talk. All right, so the the head is, the article is um, we're moving backwards. Sorry, no. What is it? Trump overrules Sessions. Department of Justice won't target marijuana. Yeah, that's basically it. You, that's, <laughs> there that's, it that's, is. That's, that's, that's the gist of it. So he's I can, like, I can yeah. read it, but it's like get off the get off the stoners. Move on to human yeah, this trafficking. This was um, April fourteenth, so it was just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, good because Jeff Sessions is fucking crazy, yeah, but so is Trump. And so is Mike yeah. Pence. What uh, what bothered me is that uh, I was I was watching the presidential address when when we had bombed Syria. This is getting dark, but just recently, mm-hmm. and uh, just I'll skip all the all the other stuff. But at the end, Trump prayed f- with everyone. He he was like, "Let's all pray together as a country," and he was like, "Let's pray that we." You know, we, that, that we end, uh, Assad's reign and that Russia makes the right decision and fucking, <laughs> and, and then amen and all this. And I was like, are we fucking praying on TV together as a nation in 2018? Like, seriously? It's creepy. In Iceland, less than 1% of the population believes in God. Well, yeah. So it's like, 
why can we not get with the fucking times here and realize that we've been sold lies and that now that we have the internet and that we're not the, you know, we don't have to go to someone to read the Bible for us. We could see that this is bullshit. I want to start a new podcast called Holy Smokes and it's going to be me breaking down the Bible book by book and I'm really excited and I'm just going to expose <laughs> about it. it. Expose it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I'm going to market it to, to people. I'm going to market it as a religious podcast. And it's just going to be like, holy smokes. And then have like a little Bible thing and tag it like Christianity, Christian, God, Jesus, walk with me. One, two footprints in the sand, like all that. And just get all kinds of religious people to listen uh, to it. And then oh, hopefully, hopefully show the people some light and the way of cannabis. Mm, yes, cannabis. Cannabis. So, um, I have, uh, a couple of questions that I wanted to, you know, just kind of run through and ask. Is everybody feeling feeling pretty lit? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like giggling. <laughs> okay, let me hit this pipe one more time. I've been smoking a lot less because my fiance is pregnant. So yeah. I'm smoking considerably less. So. so yeah. Well, I'm, pre- I'm pretty it's, high. It's a celebration. It's 420. Celebration. <laughs> celebration, bitches. Right, right when you said 420, I happened to notice 420 as the uh, the calendar down in the corner of my clock right at the same time. And I haven't seen it before. I see that, too. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird noise going on outside. What is it? I don't think anybody's here, right? What's going on? The rolling doors just go up. No, I think it's just the trucks over at uh, over at the lumber yard. Are we being rolling? bombed? <laughs> well, we think someone's coming in, but we're not sure. We need to get an on-air light to put outside on the right? door. We have security cameras. But... Yeah, we do have security cameras that are conveniently way over there, and I can't really see what's going on. Wow, that does no good. Okay, uh... So now that we're all toasted and it's 420, I wanted to have a little discussion with you guys. A little loosey-goosey, and I got some questions. The first one is for Bill. Okay. Do you think that there is a meaning to life? And if so, what is it? What's the meaning of life, my dude? To live happy. I think so. That's really it. To enjoy life? Yeah. And to just experience? Yeah. Experience things, enjoy life, live. Mm-hmm. Don't live. be don't be a shut in. I mean if you want to live by going online and doing a second life, if that's how you do it, fine. That's how you do it. You live. But don't be somebody who just does not experience anything. Don't get stuck in your same old routine. Live. That's good advice. I say try something. Try to try something new every day. Yeah. Try to. You run out of new things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like life is uh, running out. Uh, Ty, question for you: Is the meaning of life the same for animals as it is for humans? I. It's gonna sound kind of nihilistic, but I don't really think that there is a meaning of life i think you have to define that for yourself and animals can't really do that so there's, yeah there's no meaning of animals i mean what about dolphins 
you know, the circle of life and all that. I mean, they have their purpose. So they have more of a circle of life than a, than a meaning it's of life. It's the circle of life. It's a wheel of fortune. And it rules us all. Right? Is that how it Until goes? Until we find our way. <laughs> I don't know anymore, Larry. <laughs> Me neither. That's the last <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got a question for both of you guys now. Uh, if If the one you love was killed in front of you, but someone created a copy of them that was perfect right down to the atomic level, would they be the same person, and would you love them just as much? No, no, absolutely not. I'd still, uh, yeah, yeah, no. It would. Def- you definitely wouldn't be the same person, and you wouldn't love them the same. No, no, no. Okay, now what if it was a dog? No, I have never had a dog, so I don't know. No, it would yeah, be it would be a completely brand still, new bond. It'd be like getting still a new li- dog. Yeah, you'd still like the dog and everything. It would be perfectly fine, but it would, it'd have its own relationship. You know what I mean? Like because they already do that. They already do like crazy dog. Clones. Yeah, you can clone people now. And there was a, yeah, I'm not about that kind of shit. There's some celebrity. I forget <laughs> who she is, but she's on like her third dog. Like of the yeah, same we don't need we don't need to be cloning dog. shit, dude. <laughs> clone them all. <laughs> Period. I know we have so many fucking people. Overpopulation. That's just fucking wrong. <laughs> so let's make some. Let's make some fake people. You did you see that video about those uh, those bio skins or whatever they were? Okay, that's those bio skins are from um, a TV show on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Do you see something? Yeah, they're the they're not real. That's no. not a real thing. <laughs> um. All right. Falsification. 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 <laughs> How about, um, does a person's name influence the person they become? A per- wait, what? A person's name. Do you think it influences the person they become? You know, you know how like you see someone and like you're like, they're a total Ross or they're a total Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, like, if you're if you're named like Ross, are you gonna grow I mean, up to be a total Ross? Probably to a degree, but I don't know how much. Yeah, because I don't know how similar I am to other people that I know named Michael. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure everything's relative to your situation, but I, I can't imagine it, it influences your your you know who you become as much as other variables and factors. Um. No, dude, I know a lot of Bills, and we all seem to be fairly different. Yeah. I mean... If you had a real distinct <coughs> name, I could see that, you know, situations arising throughout your lifetime that, you know, like if you had like a fucked like up Benedict name. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably going to get bullied a lot more, which, you know, might toughen you up in the long run. Your name's going to be a much bigger part of your life. Yeah, or my, you know, like I've got like a pretty <laughs> weird last name, so... Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that might have influenced me in some way, having that last name. Yeah. Sure. I mean, maybe in some way. True. Um, I do go around walking around making Johnson jokes all the time because of my last name. Yeah. Waffles? There you go. Because your last name Waffles? Yeah. That doesn't really make any sense. 
Because I have a flat penis. <laughs> you smashed it in a waffle iron one time? Uh, Bill. How do you think that the human race will go extinct? Ooh. Uh, on the path we're on right now, technology. Is that technology's going to kill us? Yeah, like robots. I'm, glad, AI. I'm glad you didn't ask me that one. I don't, I don't like talking about those things. You don't? No. No, No, dude, I, I could go for days right now about it. You say go, I won't stop. Don't go. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> I said don't go. <laughs> it's 420, man. We're supposed to be, supposed to be mellow. Uh, okay, here, I'll flip it up. Uh, <laughs> this next one was so dark. <laughs> You're like, we're supposed to be mellow, and the next no, question was well, so you, dark. You gotta ask it now. Yeah. Uh, how long do you think you'll be remembered after you die? Oh, God. <laughs> Not long. Not long at all, right? I'd uh, say, I'd say maybe a generation. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's, well, I'm, I'm gonna have a kid. How long is a generation? That's, a, that's, I, 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 I totally just thought about that. Like, someone's gonna remember me for, for at least a generation. So yeah, I got that. Yeah, that gives you an extra, little extra time. I got nieces and nephews. I mean, assuming, assuming I don't, you know, completely ruin my relationship with my child at some point. <laughs> but either way, He'll remember you as an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, remembered is all you said. Mm-hmm. Doesn't you didn't say fondly? No, I did not. Just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Bill? I don't know, man. Um, to be honest with you, it de- again, I, uh, I my, my, half my answer is technology because it it depends on how long technology is around, how long these specific, you know, files of audio and or video that we have put on the internet are around. You mm-hmm. know, somebody's going to run into them, which makes them see us. And, and even they? if they think of a conversation we have, they're still thinking of us because we put the I mean, even in if mind. It's, even if it's there, will they? I mean, generations from now, are, are, do you think... It's possible. I guess it's so. possible. Yeah. Look, how you, look, look how you watch old cartoons, right? <laughs> Somebody might really, really like watching or listening to people from the 21st century... Talk yeah. about meaningless bullshit. That's true. Yeah. I and mean, I, think, think about the Friends show, or the, I, the show Friends. Yeah. You guys fucking, you know, joked about earlier. That is a literal, meaningless show about people and their, their, their apparently shitty lives. Yeah, but it was know? kind of famous at the time. But I, there are a lot of things that what become if, cult classics What if later. the internet just collapsed, like, which now, yeah, is gone. now technology not accounted for. You know, that really depends on how many children your children have and how long your biological le- legacy goes for. Because, you know, think of who do you think of still um, when it comes to grandparents? Do you think of grandparents, great-grandparents, yeah. if grandparents, you knew them? Uh, yeah, I can't remember my great-grandparents, but my grandparents yeah. is as far as it goes. I definitely had great-grandparents, and I had met them at one point and even but, had heard stories yeah, about so them. Yeah, now, there's stories so now, about, like, my... Now, Mikey, yeah. you were thinking... Of that great grandparent right now, so they're still being thought of. Well, I mean, no, because you brought it up. I'm saying that I don't. Regardless, I, I don't. I don't remember them as a person at all. Do you remember incidences with them? No, I think you was, remember stories of them. Not really. I th- these are all grandparents that I have stories and stuff about. Huh? So, I I know one great grandparent. Um. 
I remember her 90th birthday more, more than anything. So in my eyes, she'll, she'll live for as long as I can remember that. Mm. So, you know, maybe if I am able to meet grandchildren, uh, Ty, if you're able to meet grandchildren, Mikey, if you're able to meet, you know, grandnephews or whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> You're the one, you're the one always saying you're always not a bridesmaid, never a bride, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just keep catching the bouquet. Keep trying to catch the bouquet, bro. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> so all bouquet, you gotta bro. do is just you know creep out these kids and make a weird impression on your uh, on on your great grandkids. Yeah, then they'll remember you forever. Like like have a pocket full of fucking taffies. Yeah, that, give, give them a hard taffy every fucking time you see them. That usually does it. I remember my grandpa used to pull a fucking quarter out of my ear, the classic grandpa thing. Right. And he'd be like, here's a fucking quarter. That's for you now because that's a lot of money. And I was like, oh, that's magic. And I remember him because of that. And I remember his name. Grandpa Peeler was his name. Grandpa Peeler. There you go. See, he lives on right now because of that. Uh-huh. So? And I remember, uh, I remember they got drunk one day at a uh, like a family like fourth of july party passed out in the middle of the afternoon and then banged my grandparents had sex and then my grandma came out into the kitchen with like 30 people in the house butt ass naked grabbed orange juice oblivious to everyone in the house chugged the orange juice and went back to her room if you were a grand grandpa like what would you want to be called like because there's so many of them for a grandpa i feel like yeah Papa Johnson. Papa Johnson, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. What about what about you? Uh I would say I would I would steal part of that and mine would be Papa Giorgio would be my <laughs> my grandpa name. <laughs> Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. What about yours? What is that? Isn't that from something? Papa Giorgio? That's from like National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. Is it? Yeah. Papa Giorgio. Um, um no, um, it's real similar to the name that the younger kid used yeah, as his fake yeah, ID. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just watched that recently, so that's why I gave him one. Oh, um, I think it might be OG. OG? OG. Would be your grandpa name? OG. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like OG. modern, right? That's uh-huh. like cool grandpa. Yeah, and you'd have like Raider slippers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Well, where your fucking thigh high socks pulled up all the way. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds dope. Hopefully, we all make it right, and then we're remembered forever. Shit got, <laughs> shit got dark. Well, I mean, it, it also you know depends on do you leave a uh, do you leave a a physical legacy on like society or or stand on society at any point you know what i mean yeah if i actually were to be elected mayor for some reason like i think i'd probably be remembered for for a while well, at least a little bit longer in well, local history pe- sure people would read about I you would be on, i would be on public record for <laughs> exactly. the foreseeable future at least <laughs> yeah. until the public record no longer exists well i i think i think you if you were to make it to mayor legitimately it would it would mark a note for something special for not only the county, but probably idiot a good portion mayor, of California. Like local idiot. <laughs> I, can <see> the <laughs> yeah. I can see the headline now. But but you know what? Regardless, mm-hmm. um, what, what's that show? Uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. With, with my mayor of Ice Town. <laughs> That's right. 
You're like the second person, maybe the third that's like made that reference. <laughs> that's related you to the fucking. I think he Ice was. Town. I think he was far more competent than I am, though. I Ice Town. I mean, clowns. that character was actually like a fiscally smart guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, aside from the whole Ice Ice Town or whatever. But, well, yeah, he was he was like a a, a teenager, wasn't he? Like eighteen. Yeah, but that still, was he, he comes across as far more intelligent than I am. I want to say he was younger than that. Well, this, this is this is that. after getting socially destroyed and then going to a very expensive school. So, mm-hmm. true, true that. <laughs> well, um, uh, I think on that's the a, real tip. That's about it. That's about all the time we got. You ain't got no more fancy questions. Uh, I mean, I got plenty of fancy questions, but. Ask some uh, fancy questions. Well, we got to get out of here. We got ten more minutes until uh, until Rick shows up. We're doing a podcast with Ricky. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Here, I'll do one more. One more question. What is with this guy has to fucking drive his forklift right outside the window? Can you hear that? Yeah, we got the window wide open though. I know that's a great idea for We're podcasting, right? <laughs> I was like, let's just go ahead and fucking leave that window wide open. Uh, let's see. How about, um... <laughs> I'm just going to start posing for the camera periodically, just checking in. <laughs> I noticed that a lot of people, like, like a good, like, you know, 40 minutes in, will just out of nowhere, just be like, and just look at the camera, and then, like, start, like, doing stuff to it. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm just going to, like, periodically look over it and, like, shrug. <laughs> I try to forget it's there. I don't like it. Um, is it, uh, how do you define, no, that's not a good one, um, hold on, talk amongst yourselves, I'm gonna find another one, (laughs) um, yeah, you you got any other like big special plans for later tonight, Ty? You got like any good four twenty parties or sessions or anything you doing? No, no, I'm not doing shit. Uh, I'm gonna try and have a couple people over. I got a this thing that I go to on the weekends where you can get edibles and shit. I, it's it's like this big, no joke. Um, you know those nerd ropes? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know the nerd ropes. So it's like this big fat piece of taffy. That's heavily, heavily medicated, and it's, like, rolled in nerds. So it looks like a giant nerds rope. But uh, I'm going to fucking eat that here in a little while. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I might get an edible. That sounds like something I'll probably end up doing. Yeah, that that sounds pretty good. Good edible. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty lit already, but... uh, Can you still get your hands on those Death Stars, Mikey? Uh, no. Oh, man. Those things were dank. Okay. All right. Do you guys think that religion will ever be 100% obsolete? Ever in the future? Do you think that we'll get to a point to where nobody believes in any sort of God anymore? I mean, nobody? Well, like zero we'll, people? We'll say civilized <laughs> countries. I mean, we're... we're well, I mean, if you get to that I mean, point, we're, we're is it mathematics... Talking- if you're praising anything, I'm talking zero percent. Zero percent? No. Someone's always. If you're praising know. anything, it can can be can be considered a deity or a god. True. I think that we're going to get to the point where religion's basically obscure. 
to where the majority of religion the- religion is fucking obscure. Well, to, sure, to you or I, but I think it's going to get to the point where to the majority. Yeah, like I said, the president of the United States was praying with the country on TV. Yeah, the president of the United States is a buffoon. Though. Yeah, and he didn't do that. For buffoon. Us. Did that's that. not that's not a normal president behavior. <laughs> Let, let's stop acting like Donald Trump is a is the norm. You know, like norm for presidents. Very true. Very true. I mean, maybe what Reagan did George that. Bush, dude. Maybe Reagan did that, but that's like the last president that I could think of. That, and I was I wasn't even alive for Reagan, so I couldn't say for sure. But I can't remember. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Bush Junior did it. Like that though, like you know. Yeah. I mean, he might have thrown God around, you know. Oh, God bless our, our nation, Woody. No, no, like I, that, I but... think he, I think he prayed after the like at some at some point for the nine eleven ordeal. Maybe, I don't know, possibly. Mm. Well, all I know is that it's fucking weird. He probably did. I, I, remember, I don't know, um, man. It's such Reli- a... religion. Religion's religion. It's faith. It's it's allowing somebody to believe in something. That will help them empower themselves to push them forward. Religion has nothing to do with the actual religion. It has all to do with the way it makes somebody feel. Wouldn't it be awesome though? Like if there is like a God in heaven? Cause I'm like, a, <laughs> I'm agnostic. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not possible. Cause I don't fucking now, see, know. I have gods. I have many gods and, and they're vengeful and they're fucking assholes. Yeah. This guy's like, uh, like Nordic type shit, but someday. They'll die, and that'll be cool. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So, I mean, my I god, my gods aren't immortal beings. You know, the the they're 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 alive, just like anybody else would be. You, you know, it's not like, ooh, you know, I'm I live up here and I and I can never be harmed, and I'm I'm this mystic being that people never know about. It's like, well, 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 you're obviously not real. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that you're saying it's like it's all metaphorical and there's all there's all like a second meaning to this. And people get caught up in the literary terms of it. And there's a lot of people that, you know, there are people that find good things with religion and have a sense of community. I've seen, you know, people in churches get their get their bills paid, get their car, you know, taken out of the impound by people in the church that are yeah. like, hey, you know, I'm sorry you're going through these hard times. We want to help you. And you don't have to pay us back. This is just out of love, which is an amazing thing. People should work together and help each other out. And you could find that in church. And there's good things out of that community. But you could also find that at a fucking pool hall. You could find that at a bingo parlor. You could find that at a fucking a barbershop. You could find that wherever you find people. And You can find that here at the Church of Cranus. That's right. Before we get out of here, I want to ask the listener a question. Oh, shit. Ooh. Okay, lay it on them. Do you want to say it in the camera? What if God was one of us? Oh, you fucking cheesy piece Just of shit. Just a slob. Like one of us. <laughs> Just a stranger. Among <laughs> us, trying to make his way home. Back up to heaven, all alone. Nobody calling on the phone. Except for the Pope. Maybe in Rome. Good night, everybody. Happy 420. Ricky Ticky Tang Tang, go get lifted. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Bring it in. Welcome to the Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty close. I had a lot of those lyrics right. Welcome to the Space Jam, everybody. 
The Natural Habitat Podcast 420 episode, part one, or part two, I'm not sure, but welcome to the jam. Uh, uh, that's right. Come on and jam. That was you know dope. You Dude, I fucking totally forgot. I can't wait to listen to that in my fucking car. That's, yeah, <laughs> I forgot all about song. that song. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Natural <laughs> Habitat Podcast 420 special. Meow, 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 it's an air horn. Meow. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, this is the 420th episode. Mm. 420 fucking episodes. That's a lot. Aren't you guys proud of me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what episode number is it that I've been on? Uh, I mean, that's the real we're probably, milestone here, I'd right? I'd say we're probably getting up there. Yeah, it's got to be like... Would you say 50 plus? Yeah, North I'd say of 50? probably episode 50 plus with Ty. Episode 420 with myself. And we're probably looking at a good, uh, a good 150, 200, maybe 250 with Bill. 250 with Bill? I want to say we did a good, we did, we did a good 100 before he moved to Oregon. And then now we got another like 60 under our belt yeah. since he came back. So. So almost 200. Not to mention all the JSC radios and stuff we did before. I wonder how many hours it would take to listen to every episode. Probably about 420 hours, give or take, I guess. Yeah, give or take, I would say. <laughs> um, so we, we had recorded a 420 special that was on 420. This was Ty's idea. It was, it was a Leonardo DiCaprio inception type of podcast. Where we recorded the 420th episode on the day of 420. And that is going to be released today as well. I think that this is going to be part one, the so, current episode. Part two will be. So, what flashback. even is this episode then? This is another episode, another 420 how is, episode. How is this a 420 episode? Well, we're going to do episode 420 and then we're going to do episode 420.5. It's, it's, it's an oh, episode okay. dash. Episode. So it's gotcha. a two-part. It's, two it's a continuation. Exactly. Okay. Uh huh. It's a continuation. Sure, because four. You know, one episode wasn't just enough for a, for a milestone like four twenty. No, because it, I realized it was an extended cast. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus, I realized that I don't. I don't really remember what we talked about a lot on that four twenty episode because it have, was actual four twenty. I'm gonna have to listen to it because I have no idea either. I do remember vaguely that I got very high and then kind of bashed marijuana. Like I was like. <laughs> Weed's not really that good for you, and it doesn't cure uh, seizures. I remember I said that. Well, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But I remember thinking back at it at the moment. I was like, man, I sound really negative about weed right now. So <laughs> so this one is going to be for the love of weed. For the love of weed. Then I get that weed, baby. baby and Can I sing that legally? Yeah. Can I sing that good? I don't think that was close enough to the actual version to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Good. To raise any flags. Um, out the gate first, we would like to say, um, that it is, uh, you know, with great solace and sadness that we are here remembering the life and times and career of Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, uh, was, uh, was the bad boy of chefs. He was punk rock as fuck, ex-heroin addict, turned chef, turned celebrity, 
and he was uh you know I, I didn't know him or anything in real life i just knew him just like everybody else but from what people say he was a very honest depiction of himself there wasn't the tv version of anthony bourdain <coughs> and then the real life version of anthony bourdain well 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 <coughs> well there, there kind of is well i mean yeah. so what we saw from Anthony Bourdain, I would have to say, is probably about 90% him. The difference from when he goes home from the show and when he's out traveling, uh, trying to entertain and explore for himself, he, he drinks. When he's at home, he doesn't drink. He doesn't do anything when he's at home. No smoking, no drinking, very chill deal. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a family and shit, but he would definitely party on the road. He would still drink and blaze when they were, like, in other countries and shit. He was never a fan of drinking. That's something I just found out about him. Really? Yeah, that's why he didn't drink at home. He drank for the show because it it's part of the chef life. It makes the show more entertaining. It puts you in better spots. I'm a little bit lost here. What board game did you guys say you're talking about? Anthony Bourdain. He's a, he's a chef, a celebrity chef. Oh, that recently uh, committed suicide. You haven't heard of him? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, yeah. I, I thought you said said board game. Yeah, it sounds you know, it sounds very similar. I can see where you, you were. Right. You were you a Bourdain fan? A board game fan? No, I'm only vaguely aware of him, to be quite honest. Really? Well, uh, he was a uh, he was dope. You should you should check out some of his stuff. Yeah, for sure. But. You know, unfortunately, he, he committed suicide, which shows that, you know, he was in the middle of filming his show. He was, mm-hmm. like, in France filming some shit for his show and committed suicide. So, you know, we got to give it up for suicide awareness. Suicide awareness is, like, it's something that, you know, something that's, like, put down a lot. People don't really talk about it. And, you know, people have these feelings and when they do bring it up, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if any of you have had a friend, someone close to you that had these like, you know, suicidal thoughts. Not only have I had a friend be suicidal, uh, I've had a couple of friends actually go through and commit suicide. See, and that's, that's extremely unfortunate. And when you, when you're approached by something like that, it's almost like you don't know what to do. Like, I'm, I'm not a therapist. You know what I mean? I, all I can really do is be here for you. And there's a lot of times when you just kind of get pushed off to the side and because people are, people don't know what to do. But I think that people should talk about this more. People should talk about what we should do, how we can help our friends without demonizing them and, you know, just spread awareness and prevent suicide. I'd like to- the sense of these celebrities when these celebrities kill kill su- or <coughs> kill themselves commit suicide. Uh-huh. It's almost like at least um, in my experience with depression, you know, you spend like you spend this time doing what you love, working on your your craft or whatever it is, you know, your music, your your show, uh-huh. you know, entertaining, doing whatever it is, you know, your art form basically. Yeah, you know, you're an artist, and then. Like once that stops, like it's like back down to reality mm-hmm. and just like nothing compares almost. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know if that's 
the case for everybody, but I think that um, that's a big reason. Yeah. For, you know, like some of the musicians that kill themselves, the the Chris Cornells and the the Cobains mm-hmm. and the the Williamses, Robin. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's def it, it's definitely a sad thing. I think we need to make a movement. Yeah. I think we need to help society and do our part in suicide awareness. Let's do our best <laughs> to get rid of the suicide soda. Suicide soda? A suicide soda allows you to non-confrontationally and non-negatively use the word suicide. Suicide should not be accepted into our society because suicide is just a bad thing. Yeah. So I think if we take the joy of a suicide soda out of it, and suicide like, like America soda. You're maybe. talking about like when you like when you mix a bunch of sodas together. Oh yeah. At a drink. I forgot about that. <laughs> suicide. Oh. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, we should definitely rename that for sure. As a society, we Gosh, should. I haven't done that in a long time. Why can't we call it something more 2018 and PC, like an all-inclusive soda? Like the melting pot soda? Yeah, that's good. You know, the all soda. The all soda. No, that's too on the nose. Um, we can call uh, it. Look, we'll come back to this. We'll, put a, we'll, we'll call it the America Soda because you got all right. these different flavors and they do not work well together. <laughs> okay. America Soda, a.k.a. Freedom Soda. I like these. It's great. Yeah. America Soda. America Soda instead of Suicide Soda. I think it's a great idea. But um, in tribute to Anthony Bourdain and, uh, and the unfortunate events that, you know, Happened over the past couple days. He killed, he's committed suicide. Oh, I, I was yeah, he asking. Did. Yeah, he, he did. did. He did commit suicide. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, so in tribute to him, we are ingesting. Did he do marijuana Japanese today. ritual style suicide with the seppuku or whatever, where he takes the the katana blade and impales himself in the stomach? I don't know. No, he hung himself. Yeah, I don't think he was Japanese at all, or in but, Japan. Man, like for a for a world traveler, like I'm, I'm kind of I'm have kind you of been disappointed. Watching, have you been watching Westworld? No, there I was not. a fucking there was a pretty dope seppuku seppuku death on that one. Can I can I tell you? I won't be it won't be a spoiler. Yeah. I'll keep it really vague. Yeah. So dudes fighting another dude, the guy loses, and he like falls down and. The guy walks up to him and throws a sword at his feet and then stands off to the side and he like raises his sword. So he gives the dude one last chance to, you know, have some honor and he grabs the sword, sticks himself in the stomach. And right after he does it, the dude decapitates him. So like he, he made it like a short death, but still gave him that chance to, to have, to go out with honor. That's very kind. Yeah. It was super dope. Yeah. Crazy. I remember watching it. It was like three seconds long, and it was this little like well shot sequence, and I was like, "Man, that was yeah." Because you don't you don't see the aftermath of the traditional seppuku. Because I mean, you're probably gonna sit there for a good mm-hmm. fifteen twenty seconds while your your guts spill onto the floor and <laughs> if all you're that. Lucky. 
So I mean, like people people get shot in the stomach eight times and bleed out for hours. Oh so, man, yeah. You know, depending on how you do it, I'm sure there's a way because right. I think okay. they stab it and then push it, so it's like a it cuts it all open. Right. Yeah. But no, he hung himself. Which, you know, whenever I hear that, my brain always goes to autoerotic asphyxiation on account of everybody dying from choking themselves while they're jacking off. I guess unless you saw, like, crime scene photos, you wouldn't really know. Yeah, but for him, I say old-fashioned suicide. If I was going to hang myself, I'd be sure to carve Brooks was here in the... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a little Shawshank Redemption reference. Yeah, for sure. I like it. So, today, in tribute to Anthony Bourdain, uh, we are consuming marijuana into our stomachs as well as our lungs. Ty and I are drinking some THC syrup, and uh, William Waffles is chewing on some medicated beef jerky, and we figured that we would just, you know, incorporate edibles in a tribute to Anthony Bourdain since he was all about food. I already feel this syrup hitting me. It actually just did. Yeah, I've been stuttering this whole episode. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if, if, if that, if that's not just a bit, and if you really are unfamiliar with Anthony Bourdain stuff, I highly suggest that you go watch that. No, actually, I am unfamiliar. Well, no, I, I know, like, you know, like, of what him? he's, yeah. Yeah. But based on everybody's sorrow after he passed and everybody's recommendation, I am going to check out his stuff, cause. Well, I mean, he, but besides him just being on television, like, his story, his backstory, why he does what he does, how he started doing it, how he has the love for food. Um, it's pretty much an all American story. You know, it's like, Hey, I was down to the dumps. I did drugs. I sold all my shit for drugs. And then I found a passion for food and, and he took that passion for food and brought himself out of the shithole and literally became one of the most renowned chef slash food critics, period. Yeah, he wrote a book called Kitchen Confidential, which is like the Bible for chefs. Like every chef has it in their in their home or in their kitchen. I don't and, know uh, how many books he's written, but he, I'm sure he's written yeah. more than one. Yeah, he's written a few. And he also did comic books too because when he was a kid, he collected comic books like first issues. He, he saw- wanted to be a comic book like – he wanted to design comic books when he was younger. Yeah. And he ended up working as a dishwasher – in some shit shop and just to pass the time by. So, you know, you end up finding love in different spots or different situations. Yeah. And he was a dishwasher for like fucking 30 years too, or some shit before he, before he even like wrote a book or made any money. He just washed dishes at this restaurant. I get him in the dirty jobs guy confused. <laughs> Mike Rowe. <laughs> yeah. They're not even the same person. Not well, obviously they're not the same person. They're both on TV, and that's it. They don't even look the same. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Stop counting. Are you counting books? Yeah, there's <laughs> seven. Seven on like the initial Google search. You know how counting makes me nervous. Three, eight. That's just random 11, numbers. That's fine. You can do whatever you want. Fourteen. Random numbers. Seventeen. But uh. Twenty. Uh. Five. What are you doing? Are you... 30. What is he doing? Seven squirrels sitting I've... on a branch. I feel like he's... the sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. <laughs> you know that old, old children's saying? Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that from? I totally forgot about that. Um, Harlan Williams and something about Mary. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
Um, so, uh, so 420 episodes. Something that I want to talk about is, um, first of all, we have this, uh, did you hear, Bill, that, um, Pre- President Donald J. Trump, what's the J stand for? John. It's like Homer J. It's John. Don John Trump. <laughs> it is, I think. It's like the like the most white, like basic J name possible. All right, Don John Trump says that uh, he's likely to support ending a federal ban on marijuana, the blanket federal ban, just kind of to spite Jeff Sessions. She wants to end it. That's a fucking lie. You think so? Yeah. Well, uh, he, he, he doesn't want to end it. He just wants people to think he is so they'll vote for him or put him in their good favor. So it is John, by the way. It's not even Jonathan. It's just literally John is his middle name. Really? Yeah. Donald John Trump. Wow. Don, Don John. Don John. Well, they already, they already voted for him, so I don't know. What. <laughs> this time around. Yeah, for real. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know that the laws are about to change here in California next month. And I just went to, I just went to the weed expo the other day at Madonna Inn. And it was crazy. Like that place being just at the expo center at Madonna and everybody had all their nugs out and it was hella stinky, but there was no smoking and no sales yet. But there will be next month, which is going to be the one to go to. So, times are changing. Speaking of times are changing, I figure that, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our listeners out here, we have listeners from all over the world that are all different age ranges. Some of you guys, you know, might be parents, might be new parents, and, you know, have kids, and you don't want them to go down this wrong path of smoking marijuana. And, you know, uh, listening to 420 episodes of podcasts. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give, I'm going to give all these parents some, some warning signs, some information about marijuana that I have. I have this PDF file from a, uh, marijuana facts parents need to know from 2003. This is from the National Institutes of Health. I figure it's good forever. Yeah. It's probably not dated at all. Yeah. Probably not at all. So we can go through here and, uh, kind of talk about some of this and just kind of put out some information. So according to this, it says, this is a fact, okay? There are stronger forms of marijuana available to adolescents today than than in the 1960s. Stronger marijuana means stronger effects. So the weed is much stronger. They're saying, they. I remember they used to say that back then the weed would test at like, you know, like 6% THC. How and the fuck could they know that? They couldn't because they couldn't test it. I'm pretty sure that the weed was more potent back then because yeah. of just original strains. You know what I mean? If someone knew how to grow it right and the strain <laughs> hadn't been crossed a million times, there's really no way to tell, like you said. But good thing the National Drug Institute of America has these facts on hand. Are you going to try to find some alternative facts? <laughs> no, I've got some facts, my friend. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so if say if you're day one, all right, you're a Christian, you're Jehovah's Witness, maybe you don't know any of this stuff at all. What is marijuana, guys? What is what is marijuana? What is this even? You know? Well, marijuana is a green, brown, or gray mixture of dried, shredded leaves, stems, seeds, and flowers of the hemp plant. Uh, what? Have you guys ever had a gray bag of, you know, leaves and stems and seeds from, from a hemp plant? Old and moldy, maybe. Yeah, I've had some, some shit that looked pretty, pretty similar to what you just said. Yeah. And the, it was, it was in the 90s though, for sure. It was like, you know, okay. that was po- pre-2000 weed, for sure. Have you guys seen that book of like, it was like the High Times top strains of like 1972. Yeah. And they were like the nastiest, just yeah. spindly. I remember shit like that for sure. Yeah. Seeing like the, the old High Times photos. Mm-hmm. Um, so this says, uh, most ordinary marijuana contains on average 5% of THC. Oh man. Most ordinary marijuana? Mm-hmm. But Sensamilla. <laughs> Which is made from just the buds. You don't really hear that expression anymore. No, not at all. Wow, like I, that's the first time I've heard that in a long time. That contained twelve to twenty-seven percent. Yeah, that's. I mean, twenty-seven's about There's your average chronic. Tiva, since Amelia, they're all different genomes of the plant. Same with um, hemp. Hemp is hemp is marijuana, but it's not. A flower-producing version of marijuana. Yeah. Well, so, so just like the sativa and indica and oh, what did you call it? What? What did you call it? Centimilla. 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 Um. Fuck. Then what? It. Wow. We'll have to Some use that jerky. word in a rap. Or that dab was real good. Because now I can't fucking remember what I was gonna say. Ruderalis. Ruderalis. There's, yeah, there's different types of marijuana. Uh huh. And since Amelia is being one of them, Ruderalis is being one of them, uh, cannabis sativa is being one of them, cannabis indica is being another one of them. And they're the different forms of the plant that grow around the world. They have different uses. Yeah. Uh, I believe Ruderalis is hemp, mm-hmm. uh, which would mean there's no flower producing or THC producing off of that. The sense Amelia, if I'm correct, was the original genome for both cannabis sativa and canna- cannabis indica. Yeah, sense not 100% of, on that. But. And sensimilia is just a term now for it's a it's a plant with buds that don't produce seeds. So it's kept in a certain stage to where the buds don't produce seeds. So what they so so what that sounds like to me is sensimilia is mainly a cloning process where you keep it in a female vegetative state the entire time. Yeah. That's but, the majority of what we smoke. But you don't work for the National Institute of Drugs. No, I'm just a stoner who opened a shop many years ago. <laughs> True. Um, okay, so <laughs> here are here here are some current slang terms for marijuana. That, I mean, I haven't gone to Oaksterdam or anything, you know. Yeah, of course. Here we go. Uh, so we've heard all of the old slang terms of marijuana such as pot, herb, grass, weed, Mary Jane, reefer, 
These are still dope. used by kids. Yeah, dope. But there are also some new ones that you guys should be aware of out there. If you got kids, you know, whatever. Uh, you should probably listen for these, Ty, when, you're, when your child grows up. Okay. Uh, Aunt Mary is one. Oh, yeah, that's a common one. Uh, skunk. How about Boom? Boom's a big oh, one. Oh, yeah, Boom's huge. Yeah, Boom. I've heard that. Uh, uh, smoke some Boom. You guys got that Boom. How about, you, want, uh, you want a boom boom with a zoom zoom? <laughs> how about a uh, gangster? Gangster is a term, a slang oh, term. Oh, for marijuana? Yeah, marijuana. sure, sure. Uh, Kif, or possibly Keef. I'm not sure if that, but it's K-I-F, Kif. And then uh, Ganja. So these are all things that you should keep an ear out for. Yeah, boom's mm-hmm. definitely the main one. I think Bill just heard his kid say boom because he just ran away. He got up and he was like, you know what? I'm fucking out of here. They're, they're booming, booming with the zoom zooming. Somebody's- Speaking of zoo, <laughs> did you know that zoo books has been entertaining Holy children for, for 25 years? <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> um, so, did hey, did you hear one of your kids say boom? Is that why you ran away? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's also some street names for different strains or brands of marijuana, such as Texas Tea. Ew. Maui Wowie. Okay. Oh, so these are like strain names. Strain names. Okay. And how about this strain we've all heard of and we all love? This is probably one of my favorite strains. Chronic. <laughs> yeah, Chronic's a very good strain. Um, it's like a hybrid strain. Yeah, indica hybrid chronic strain. You know what? I actually have very, a very, very common hybrid strain. I have a chronic joint right here. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. I'm going to roll this up. Wait, no. It's already rolled up. I'm going to light this up. Burn this nipple off the end. The twist of nip. Uh, what are you, what are your guys' favorite slang for marijuana? Um, like, Wait, like, hold on. What's like what? slang for marijuana or slang for going to smoke? Uh, give me, give me the one that you use the most, whether it be going to smoke or just what you call it, and then your favorite one out of all of them. Like, like I say, sesh. Uh, yeah, I, sesh. I, I say you want a sesh. Let's get together, sesh, burn, want a sesh. Mm-hmm. Burn one. Yeah, I say that, and people don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Gandolfini. Gandolfini, yeah. Like James Gandolfini. Oh, I thought you meant like a Gandalf pipe. Was James Gandolfini a notorious smoker? No, 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 not at all. It's, it's unrelated. It's just, you know, same, same word. <laughs> okay, alright. I think that my favorite term is probably boom. I mean, I've heard, I've heard that for years, and, you know, I've never really felt comfortable enough to say it. You know, like loosely, like, hey man, you smoke some boom, like, but boom's my favorite. I remember when I was in like probably second grade was when they first started doing drug awareness shit for us. And I remember them, um, the teacher or whoever it was doing it telling us at the time the, the song, um, Last Dance with Mary Jane by Tom Petty was like, like a current hit. Uh huh. Yeah, and like the, they were telling us like this this song's all about all about marijuana. This Tom Petty character, he's a dangerous man. Like like literally, they were like schooling us on the the dangers of Tom Petty and his you know horrible music about drug abuse. And I don't even think that that's what that song was about whatsoever. 
Yeah. I mean, it might have been, but... Last Dance with Mary Jane, One More Song to Ease the Pain. Something like that. Uh, I Smell Summer Creeping In, and I... Don't I'm tired of this town again, I think. Tired of this town again. So I think it's about, like... I don't think it's a No, I think song. it's about a girl. I think it yeah, might I'm be pretty, about a girl, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, literally like a last dance with Mary Jane. Yeah. And he's, like, leaving because, like, the school year's over or whatever. I don't know, man. No, you guys are just being ignorant. It's and, about weed. And you, in, in, in any case, it's I don't feel, I don't feel a second-grade elementary school teacher in Santa Margarita. The lyrical version of this musical term is marijuana. He's talking about, man, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to smoke you some more. And then I'm going to what are you doing? Why are you a gay redneck away? right now? <laughs> well, if he, if that was the case, he would have said Aunt Mary, because we all know that that's the slang for marijuana. That's true. Mm-hmm. Last dance with Aunt Mary. <laughs> no. One more time. We'll get on Genius and we'll, we'll put it up. Put this to bed once and for all. All right, do it. Uh, so. Just for people that don't know, marijuana is used, uh, rolled loosely into a marijuana cigarette called a joint or a nail. We're smoking a nail right now, a chronic strain. We're shoved into this artfully made pickle pipe. Mm-hmm. Pickle pipe. That's one of my pet peeves. One of my stoner pet peeves are pipes that look like things. I, you know what? I've never been a fan of them. But at the the local uh, farmer's market I go to, somebody's always got some new piece. And, like, she's got hearts and apples and, um, God, there was something else I saw. And it's like the apples I would like to have. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of cool. It's like your old traditional See, smoking I, apple, but yeah. it's glass. See, that's dope. I like, I like glass. Then what's wrong with a pickle? I like glass that's shaped like stuff. But I don't like trademark things. Cause that's not a pickle. That's pickle Rick. It has eyeballs on it. You can't just keep saying a pickle. Okay. It's not a pickle. It's pickle Rick. I'm pickle Rick. Yeah. See? Like I can't just hold up like, like a Stan Smith from American Dad action figure and be like, look, it's a, it's a man in a suit. It's just a man in a suit. What's the big deal? What? Just a kid in a hat. All right, so Kyle Broflowski. I have an answer about this Tom Petty song. I asked if the song was about drugs, since Mary Jane is a common nickname for marijuana. And marijuana. It's just a spider. Wait, hold on. Is that? Is that what you googled? What you googled is "Last Dance by Mary Jane" by Tom Petty about drugs? Because you just get on. You go on Genius, and it tells you what the song's about. Okay. Heartbreaker guitarist Mike Campbell said this. In the verse is still the thing about the Indiana girl on the Indiana night. And just when it gets to the chorus, it has a presence of mind to give it a deeper meaning. My take is that it can be about whatever you want it to be. Uh, A lot of people think that it's a drug reference. And if that's what you want to think, mate, uh, it very well could be. But it also could just be a goodbye love song. See, that's, that's how I imagine him sounding. Yeah, me too. That was actually perfect, yeah. I would say. Now do George Washington. Uh, my name is George Washington here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could have been. Do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger here. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds it's me a of the time day, we had... mate. Mm-hmm. 
Nice you know, I, I went listening through some old episodes the other day that we did, and I don't remember uh, Benedict Cumberbatch being on, but he was. Is that another one of my notoriously horrible impressions? <laughs> was Benedict Cumberbatch a thing? I va- yeah. I vaguely remember that too. Who was Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch? You were. Apparently, what episode was this? I don't remember. <laughs> I came upon it, and, like, I'm sitting there listening, and I'm like, and then, like, all of a sudden, Benedict Cumberbatch is there, and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I want to say that it might be in the description a couple times, so we might just be able to Google it. Right. Natural Habitat Podcast, Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, we got stars (laughs) on the show sometimes. We do. 420 episodes, so it's going to happen. We're notarized. We're notarized by a notary? Yeah. A notary notarizes the podcast. We're noted. All right. We're known of. I agree. We have high notoriety. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Notoriety. High. Oh, I totally forgot about the smoking game, but I guess I could say it in the ads. I had a smoking game for today's episode. Oh. So... Uh, yeah, I'll put it in the ads. But hopefully, if you guys played along with the smoking game, you're lit right now. The game was, uh, whenever you hear the magic words, you have to smoke. The magic words are cannabis, which I'm sure we said a few times, possibly. Yeah. Suicide? Suicide would definitely be one. That'll get you lit right in the beginning. Yeah. See, no, we can't pick the words right now because then we'll be fishing through for words that that we said. I think we... Oh, yeah. The words that I picked were cannabis, infused, and midget, which I don't think we said very much at all. I said cannabis a couple times for sure. Yeah, cannabis a couple times, possibly even infused because I was talking about the syrup. But I don't know. Yeah, but that was like right up on front, like the first 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then you you have to smoke every time that I say like. How's that? <laughs> you should be dead by now. The first person to overdose on marijuana. Um. So if someone that you love seems dizzy or is haveled, having trouble walking, uh, seems silly and giggly for no reason, they have red bloodshot eyes and have a hard time remembering things that just happened. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much me to a T. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's probably the closest that they've gotten this whole time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you should also be aware of signs of drug paraphernalia, including pipes and papers, odor on clothes, use of incense and deodorizers, use of eye drops. And clothing, posters, and jewelry, etc., promoting drug use. Also spot on. They're fucking getting it now. Yeah. This must be... Those were all telltale signs of me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> clothing, jewelry, and posters on the wall. Yeah. Remember when, like, wearing weed shirts was super cool? Yeah. Letting everybody know, like... Weed shirt. Like, uh, marijuana over one billion stone. And it had, like, the McDonald's logo <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> His mad dabber shirt. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still a thing in Portland. I see. Yeah, but I mean, like, hey man. but now I like to tell people I smoke weed. But now there's also isn't the mad dabber like a thing? 
I don't know. Stop showing off your tattoos, tough guy. The Mad Dabber, isn't it like a like a festival or something? I know he's a guy, but... See, because like, now there's brand shirts. You like, know what I want? Like, I have a cookie shirt, like the burner. What's he so mad for? Yeah, right? He's dabbing. It seems like he's dabbing his ass off. You see that cloud? Yeah. And he's still angry? I mean... No, no, like like the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Oh, so he's kind of so mad. he's insane. Oh, so he's oh yeah. He's a madman. He's like cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. He's like a madman with a box. Cuckoo. But I don't think in either one of you will get that reference. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Lock on the cabeza. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Wow. Cuckoo. I can't so believe he dr- he drug it on to the point where it wasn't funny, and then it got and funny, then, again. And, and then he thought it was funny again, but it never got funny again. Oh, it definitely did. It got it funny again. I saw the twinkle in your eye. You did. You no, were like, no, that's glasses and and the light behind the computer. You were like funny, and I was like, not funny. This is a callback to a thing. It actually says it right here on the sticker on my table. Right in front of me. It's a sticker that reminds me that I'm not funny. Not funny. Bunch of assholes. You guys put it there. I did. Whatever. Um, so this fucking thing goes on and on. This National Drug Institute thing. Um, it heavily affects your driving. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> they actually did a study that um, you're actually like less, you're more attentive and more aware when, yeah. when you smoke and you drive, if you're a regular smoker, not if I you're learned, someone that I doesn't learned to smoke. drive high. If you're someone that doesn't really smoke and maybe smokes a little bit on the weekends and then you like smoke a blunt and then try to drive, you're probably going to have some problems. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But if you smoke all the time and then if you drive while smoking or while not while smoking, don't smoke and drive, drive while high. And then you drive sober, there's a telltale difference. You're more stressed out, more, uh, eager, little, little more, uh, you know, zoom, zoom with the boom, boom without the boom, boom. You're a little more zoom, zoom without the boom, boom. Yeah. You're, you're vroom, vroom. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to say zoom, zoom because we might get sued by Mazda. They have the whole like zoom, zoom. Campaign back in like 2008. Well, then why the fuck did you just whisper it? We are completely kosher and like all legal, right? Until you just decided to do that. I'll beat that out. We can say zoom, zoom all we want. I'll bleep it out. Yeah, I don't think you can trademark people from like saying a word, right? Now I have to beat that out. You know how much it costs? Whoa, plug into another power source. Reserve battery level. My computer's not plugged in. Hold up. Yeah, take over for a second. Take over. <laughs> this is a William Waffles takeover of the Natural Habitat podcast in the middle of the 420 episode extravaganza. Keep going. Well, you're not here with me, Ty. I need, I need, I need more. I need you too. I'm just the moderator here. He's just, just moderating over there, and right now I'm eating on the jerky, and apparently it's got me really fucking hot because I can't control myself at all when I'm driving. 
time to think about, so I'm just kind of rambling on as this loud motherfucker right now. <laughs> you sound like, um, like you work at a dude ranch. <laughs> oh, You're like the shit. crazy, like the crazy horse caretaker at a dude ranch. Well, here now, come on, how did you go and go back out to the bunkhouse and cook this up some beans? Wow, this took a weird turn. This show took a turn. It usually does. Uh huh. That's true. All right. Well, uh, well, that's about it. That's about all the time we have for for the 420 special. This uh, this whole thing about the National Drug Institute is on their website, so you can go check that out and get oh, all the. You know what it also need. what it also sounded like was that um the the salsa commercial. Or he's like, this sauce is from New York City. New York City! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And they're all outraged that the sauce came from New York City. Yeah. Pace Yeah, it was. It was Pace Picante. Pace Picante from New York City! Ted Bill's new character? You should do a whole episode in that character. We'll call it Benedict Cumberbatch well. again. <laughs> Yeah, you should just be the new Pace Picante guy. I don't think that brand's in business anymore. No, they ain't, dude. No? <laughs> no, you should make Pace Picante salsa now. That's actually not a bad idea. We can. Anybody can, I think. Except yeah. in the air. They're like, yeah, nobody wants this. But if we just rebrand it. This episode brought to you by Pace Picante sauce. Uh-huh. It's like from New York City. <laughs> Natural Habitat Recordings.